call me a schizo fucking freak, yeah. and I'll call you by your name. Yeah, classic Shaggy Two Dope line. Um, <laughs> which is like that line is so good. Yeah, literally. It literally yeah. is just like like Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's like, heard the other cheek. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> the beings I love are creatures. They were born by chance. My meeting with them was also my chance. They will die. What they think, do, and say is limited. It is a mixture of good and evil. I have to know this with all my soul and not love them the less. I have to imitate God who infinitely loves finite Good evening, Nick. How are you today? <laughs> I'm I'm doing really well. Yeah. I'm having a good day today. Nice. Yeah. Today, today was a good day. That's good to hear. Yeah. <laughs> it's Palm Sunday. Does that have like a a large? Is that supposed to be a good day? Palm Sunday. Yeah. Is that like a Palm Sunday? Is not like a morning day. No, it's a happy day. Okay. Good Friday is a morning day, and then Easter Sunday is a happy day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But like it, it fits within the larger framework of Lent, which is a obviously a more solemn. Yeah. Time. Definitely. About um, acknowledgement of sin and conversion is conversion of heart is the big thing they call they they speak about the, the Greek is metanoia, um, mm-hmm. conversion of heart like conversion of your heart into from uh you know absence from god to to uh being on fire with love yeah it's yeah. like a complete re- like reversal of like yeah almost like belief yeah basically totally but yeah um how are you doing i'm i'm doing i'm doing okay i'm having a very weird time of it yeah um yeah in a way that like you know i i feel like last time uh it's been a minute first of all <laughs> it's been it's been a minute it's been <laughs> bro it's been like almost two months since, yeah <laughs> since we like recorded like a like a real like a real sit down yeah, yeah that's crazy yeah that last one took so much out of us that i think we needed that though yeah it did it took us like so many tries to get that episode mm-hmm. yeah yeah we were we were working you know kind of against the in the wrong fashion yeah yeah against against, against the, the nature yeah, yeah. Of, what, of what of what was supposed to be going on at that time yeah and i feel like last time you know we were we were both dealing with this uncomfortable feeling of of both yeah. doing almost like the best that we could possibly be doing like men- mentally yeah at a time that like at least you know where we are 
you're really not supposed to be really doing much. Yeah. Um, it was like February in Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty dark, dark times. Yeah. Um, but it's like shift, it shifted for me. Yeah. Where now I feel like very, like, I feel like very creatively, like, budding. Yeah. I've been, like, doing a lot of, like, drawing and stuff. Like, um, you know, just, like, I've just, like, wanted to have, like, more creative output. I've been playing a lot more music, too. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, but it's, at, it's also, like, coming at a, a very strange time for me because I have, like, um, yeah, just like kind of like these like looming, like larger changes in my life that are, I think like bringing with them like a, a big sense of like doubt. That was like the epiphany I had like five minutes ago. Say that one more time. <clears throat> doubt. <laughs> yeah. Doubt. Yeah. No. Uh. Uh. Yeah. I was having. I was. I just had this epiphany of of like oh i'm just like going through this like like a real serious uh moment of like doubt mm. in in life and um what are you doubting uh my grandmother's dying yeah which is like a really huge source of of doubt and like my like like perception of self yeah like who who i am as like a a grandson and like a family member because i don't have the like best relationships with a lot of my extended family and so i'm like seeing them a lot Mm -hmm. uh nowadays and it's just like very very strange like the image that they have of me like the image that i like have built up for myself you know to kind of like navigate the world what do you think their image of you is? <clears throat> I think that their image of me is like very I think it's just it's very much uh like a kind of like a like a a, a mild mannered like mm-hmm. um <laughs> passive burnout. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh <laughs> That's kind of like how it seems. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like... It's like he's like, not like harming anyone. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like I, I'm probably like, you know, kind of just like pleasant to be around. I don't really say like... Yeah. I just don't really like say much. Yeah. You know, I do like a lot of like observing in family situations. Do you, are, you, are there a lot of like achievers in your family? Extended family? Uh, I wouldn't say that there are yes i mean there aren't a lot of them but they're they're definitely present i feel like everyone has like a pretty like yeah you know like nose to the grindstone like work ethic that's like my family too like they're all like lutheran or catholic and like yeah they're not like achievers but they are all like like we we get we get married we like get our job yeah we like do our thing yeah I, i i often feel around them that my life path doesn't probably seems a little inscrutable yeah like yeah. you seem to th- like it, it's kind of like it, i know that if i like yeah. were to speak with them more they'd be like you th- you think too much yeah you know uh <laughs> like that like maybe you just like cut back on that like, yeah. it might solve some problems <laughs> which like yeah not, not wrong right. yeah. yeah not wrong yeah 
Um, but but it's, yeah. it's just like a weird thing to be around. And then, you know, I'm like building more, you know, like long-term relationships with new friends. Mm-hmm. I have friends leaving mm-hmm. who like, I feel like kind of like get me more implicitly to a certain degree. Yeah. Whereas like, it's kind of like being, being perceived by like, <laughs> you know, a whole crew of other people. Yeah. And like finding my like, you know, I'm, I'm perceiving and being perceived. Exactly. Yeah. I feel like I've just been like on edge, like noticing that more. There are like yeah. times where I don't. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, just lots of like serious, like, yeah, doubt. I don't think that it's like very, I don't think it's, I think it, I'm like, I'm like really happy to be going through this period Yeah, because it, it, you know, I feel like if, if you don't go through periods of doubt, like doubt is what it's all about. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't mean to rhyme that. <laughs> it's a great slogan, Dick. <laughs> uh, it, it really is, though. Like, that's what, that's, I mean, that's what Lent is kind of, I mean, not really. Like, Lent is more about sin, but like. Lent's a challenge. <laughs> yeah, take the Lent challenge. <laughs> Did I say that to you? No, I that said was... that to someone else recently. Really? Yeah. Take the Lent challenge. Because that's like, uh, that's Mark Wahlberg's. Like, so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Take uh, the 40 days. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. I've been, I've been reading more Thomas Merton. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, he's talked, this book, The Ascent to Truth, is about St. John of the Crosses, um, Dark Night of the Soul, which you you probably know what that is, maybe. Um, to a certain degree. I feel like I mostly come into contact yeah. with it from, like, other people who have gone through it, but not... Yeah. Yeah. So, St. John of the Cross was a 14th, 14th or 15th century uh, Spanish Franciscan. Mm-hmm. Um, he's often called a mystic. But really, he's kind of a in between. I would say between a theologian and a mystic, because he was trained in the scholastic, um, you know, tradition, which like you probably are familiar with from your mm-hmm. researches. As yeah. like the scholastics were like kind of like the the acad- the academy of mm-hmm. the day. They had like all the theorems and the they had a very systematic way of working things out. So they wouldn't have been doing mysticism necessarily, which is more about like revealed mm-hmm. internal experience. Yeah. And he was like, he was a Thomist. So like, you know, trained in the, both in the scholastic tradition, but also in like Thomist um, theology, which mm-hmm. is very like neoclassical yeah, based on like Aristotle and, um, mm-hmm. you know, all that. But anyways, like Merton is is sort of positioning him as this like, He's in this kind of like middle point between, um, you know, theology is this more like abstract project and mysticism as this kind of like unruly, internal, um, sense, it could be even sensory mm-hmm. based, um, communion with God. But St. John of the Cross is really like, 
he's really like he's not like Descartes or something where he's like I'm going to withdraw into my mind and doubt mm-hmm. the senses so that I can uncover God rationally. Yeah. He's more like um the senses are fine, but you can't like you can't basically you can't just trust them. Like you can't just like you can't just like have a mystical experience and be like, okay. And and we say this all the time to each other, like you can't just have a mystical experience and then be like, okay, that was great. I need another one of those. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, cause that's just like doing drugs or something. Right. Yeah. Um, so he, he's, he has this thing about the dark night of the soul, which isn't like, it's not like Descartes withdrawing from the senses, but it's like this sort of moment where your senses get kind of pared down. Um, mm-hmm. naturally I'm, I'm just going to read this, like this brief thing, um, that, that really struck out, stuck out to me, but it reminds me, a bit of what you're saying about doubt. Um, Christian mysticism is born of a theological crisis. This theological crisis is precipitated by the very nature of faith. For faith, which is at the heart of contemplation, makes use of concepts and yet transcends them. It sees God, but only in darkness, per speculum, in enigmate. To see in darkness is not to see. To understand in an enigma is not to understand, but to be perplexed. The necessity of this darkness and of this enigma, this is to say, the necessity of faith, is itself the fruit of another crisis, the crisis of an apophatic philosophy. And here we've talked about apophatic philosophy as like Mm -hmm. negation, essentially, like, it's not this, it's not this, it's not Mm -hmm. this. Um, I am speaking of faith in the hierarchy of means by which we know God, not of faith as it is usually concretely found in Christians who have received it at the font and grown up with it running through their veins. They are accidentally absolved from the necessity of finding God between the horns of a philosopher's dilemma. There is no such absolution for the contemplative. The cross is the only way to mystical prayer. Christian contemplation is precipitated by crisis within crisis and anguish within anguish. It is born of spiritual conflict. It is a victory that suddenly appears in the hour of defeat. It is the providential solution of problems that seem to have no solution. It is the reconciliation of enemies that seem to be irreconcilable. It is a vision in which love, mounting into the darkness which no reasoning can penetrate, unites in one bond all the loose strands that intelligence alone cannot connect together, and with this cord draws the whole being of man into a divine union, the effects of which will someday overflow into the world outside him. Um, Which, like, I don't know, fully, like, lost the thread at the end there. But, like... (laughs) I was... uh, I was... I was, uh... I was... I was vibing with it. Yeah. I I kind of feel that, like, uh... Yeah, the darkness needs to be there in, in, in order for you to yeah to see. That's that's that the, kind of the darkness <clears throat> is is the gift, um, essentially. You know, it 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 follows this really interesting parallel from uh, this book that I've been reading. Yeah, uh, Sasopomy, which is an essay on magic. And what does it stand for? Sex secrets of the black magicians exposed. <laughs> Uh, it's like a punny title. Yeah. Like all of his, 
all of his uh, little titles are like really tongue in cheek. Yeah, it's British, right? Mm-hmm. They they love that. They, yeah, yeah. It's like seventies British. Yeah. Like it's full Monty Python type. Yeah. Um, but honestly, this is this this essay yeah. has been like a real like it it's it's hit so hard because it it's it's like very if you if you have any interest in like kind of magical thinking at all like it's it's definitely worth a read because i feel like it's been very uh um well what's the word it's been it's been very like it's it's made me feel like not insane Mm -hmm. i think um i think we've like talked before like and i'm gonna bring this back around to what you said uh like I, I like speak very like impressionistically or yeah. like things like that. And this like kind of like late, like just like presents it as like very like, Oh yeah, that's like normal. Yeah. That's just like, you're just like thinking in like a less concrete way. And yeah. It's like, that's fine. Um, but it's something that I doubt because sometimes it's like, you know, acting out in the world. It's very like difficult to like <laughs> yeah. get a point across. Yeah. But, uh, in, in this in this book he was kind of like laying out like a very basic like like uh like a fourfold kabbalistic world where it's like the material world the uh the image world or like kind of like uh yeah like it's like a world of images kind of like mental images things like that yeah the abstract world right just like and then uh the spiritual world mm. and uh it's funny cuz he was talking about um, examples of kind of uh, like say astral projecting, yeah, um, and like de- kind of demystifying that. But in it, he says that like uh, you'll never experience like an image of like God. Mm. Like they only work on the on like the certain like God archangels and angels only work on like the certain world that they're like kind of attributed to sure. like they don't go down yeah so it's like you'll never see like an like it, it's basically like if an entity presents itself as like god yeah. and you have an image of it like it can't possibly be god like or an archangel yeah it will only be like god will only present itself in the spiritual world which is completely felt yeah. it would be like a complete if you experienced god on that level it would not come as like you know this yeah. like vivid mental image it would come as like this expression of feeling this like great expression of feeling that reminds me of like like i just read exodus and like at the end when like god establishes his covenant with like moses they're moving around in like this this like pillar of of like fire and cloud yeah and they it's, it's mystics sometimes refer to it as the cloud of unknowing mm-hmm. and it's like it's a very like arresting image of god um it's at at the same time like soothing because the cloud like surrounds them as they like move through these they're moving in like tents through the desert Mm -hmm. but like you when the cloud surrounds you you can't see Mm -hmm. like it's like a you see it but it's um it obscures right yeah yeah i think that's like very uh i don't know something about that i like I like, yeah. like a lot as like a yeah you know not to not to bring up drugs again but yeah all you dmt people that's not 
those aren't yeah those not god those are imps those are imps (laughs) at best they're just angels yeah at best but they're definitely not if they're telling you that they're god or something like that for sure Uh, yeah um i um speaking of like the desert i was out in salt lake city Mm -hmm. um earlier this month yeah that was interesting um yeah coming into contact with a real religious community yeah definitely um and real america real america in like the most bizarre way possible just this like just this like city of like revealed truth but the truth is like it's like horrifying mm-hmm. you know it's just like strip malls as far as the eye can see and like everyone's driving like white teslas mm-hmm. <laughs> and like drinking like drinking like dirty sodas for listeners who don't know like in utah they love sugar it's a mormon thing and um apparently like there's like a maybe like lamarckian like genetic component to that with like they were like beet beet, beet farmers when they first settled the area yeah. so they love like beet sugar it was mm-hmm. like the main like cash crop or whatever but uh i think it's also just cultural because they have to have some kind of you know outlet yeah yeah they love cookies um but there's these dirty soda shops where you can pull up and get like a you can get like a coke like a coca-cola with like coconut cream and like three shots of lime like lime syrup and like you know they got names like waikiki waikiki cooler and just like it's like the 50s never ended it's like the 50s never ended but also like (laughs) accelerated yeah like it's like it feels like the future out there but in like the most kind of like american like finance like there's like there's like hedge funds out there Mm -hmm. there's a lot of like intelligence spooks and like military contractors yeah there's like this mormon like mormons are basically a, a religious mafia that have like managed to like make that work yeah you know um and and just like i don't know it was it just really had me feeling like um had me feeling like a little america pilled just just on like a just on like a i'm going with this level not like on like a i think this is the solution but like yeah i was like feeling it you know i was like (laughs) understanding like what (laughs) like what they're thinking yeah kind of interesting yeah like we went out to this like saint to saint george which is like a tourist town in southern utah um red rock canyons and like condos as far as the eye can see we stayed in this condo that was like an airbnb condo but it's like in a resort like you know Mm -hmm. it's just like a complex yeah it's like the kind of place that you go as like an age like a you know couple like maybe two couples in their 60s rent it or yeah. their 50s rent mm-hmm. it for the weekend you know what i mean it's just like there's like kids playing pickleball everywhere yeah and like so this is the dream yeah it's the dream basically 
really, really strange. Um, but it was cool to be out there. Um, it was cool. Shout out to Tony. Shouts out Tony. I don't think he listens to this, but hey, yeah. even so, yeah. So what's up with Saturn? <laughs> Saturn, just like Saturn. Oh yeah. In my, I mean, it's it's uh, a. <laughs> lost the thread a little bit. In, in relation to me, or just in general? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. You we know. don't have to talk about that either. Yeah, it's 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 a. Uh... We're just talking about Utah. Yeah, exactly. No, I, <laughs> <laughs> I was I was uh imp- I was I was focusing on the U in Utah. Yeah, talking about you. <laughs> yeah, Ta. Something about uh. I don't know. I went in with this with this feeling of like I can talk about I can talk about the doubt that I'm feeling yeah. about myself. Yeah. And now I'm doubting that. <laughs> Not even as like a cute little thing. I just like right. genuinely like Yeah. I guess I I'm cur- I'm still curious more about the doubt. Um I mean, I think I know what you mean. Yeah, I want to. I want to figure out a way of of getting in there and exploring it more. Yeah, less on like a just like this is what I'm going through right now. Yeah. Um. But I'm I'm having trouble like coming up with like like a story or something like that. For sure. Well, that I mean that makes sense. Like you're experiencing <laughs> doubt. <laughs> like it's kind of not the. Yeah, like here's a, yeah, yeah. No, this is like like I would. I feel like I would only have a story in like you know five years. Yeah, looking back on a period of doubt. Would you would you experience? Would you say that it's a crisis of faith? Um, <laughs> that um hit cra- crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it was a little bit of a spice on it. <laughs> With that little with, spicy riz, when that ohm hit crazy, <laughs> um, yeah, I think, I think uh, when <laughs> <laughs> when the esophagus <laughs> just sabotages you, that's <laughs> a real. Like, that's that's not god speaking yeah um (laughs) i in a way it's i think i think in a way it's a crisis of faith because i don't have like a i think that if i had more of a uh kind of like structure to fall back on yeah. like a superstructure yeah that kind of thing would be like easier yeah what i think that i'm feeling is uh you know what i referenced whatever five or six episodes seven episodes ago yeah where i was talking about that kind of uh you know uh, uh 
meteor out of left field coming and like knocking your stru- your inner structures down. Yeah. Where love can can be that. Yeah. And uh, sometimes you, there can be a planned demolition in something, say, astrological, like a Saturn return. Mm. You know, so so you know, I'm getting like building seven currently. Yeah. And it's mostly just like what what is there that is like you know, that is like me, that is yeah. like that I find like meaning and like purpose in. Yeah. And like when I when I show up for like people, mm. you know, like who like am I? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um <laughs> you know, this this like started with, you know, I'll talk about this, uh shouts out it when you listen uh and i'm not going to use names but one of our friends you know he he went through kind of a a crisis recently and i found myself uh kind of at the beginning of my like feelings of of doubt uh and i told you this kind Mm -hmm. of uh i found myself gravitating towards uh trying to figure out like his situation yeah trying to like and like and like having like opinions on his situation (laughs) yeah you know which is is basically you can't like get you know that happens to people like you can't just like expect to like never have an opinion on like someone's sometimes you're gonna have have opinions um but it's like it's uh it just like hit hit me hard because i was like this isn't like me yeah like this is like not how I like comport myself, and I don't think that it's like I don't think that I like did you know anything like outwardly. I feel like we only like talked about it once, yeah, uh, he and I, and it was just like but it it I just felt felt myself like just like reacting in a way like I was like that sucked, I don't like how I felt like, yeah, no, I know that know, feeling dealing, dealing with, like yeah. Uh, being in kind of like a, even, even in those situations where like, uh, things are brought up in a way that like could be asking for advice, you know, like even, even if someone asks for advice, you don't need to like give them advice if like (laughs) it it doesn't feel right. If that makes sense. Definitely. Um, you gotta like know when like you're out of your your depth yeah and like just like trust trust them yeah or like let them let them know that you trust them as uh as our friend sam used to say i have no opinion on that uh which is kind of a joke because like it's like i don't know if you know the aa traditions but one of them is like we maintain no opinion on outside issues, yeah. which is a hilarious idea. <laughs> yeah. Like you can't like, there's no, we have no opinion on like, like any issue yeah. other than like alcoholism. Uh-huh. Um, but it, but it becomes a kind of spiritual mantra of like, yeah, I got no opinion on that. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's just like, it's, it's honestly very useful it is. just to be like, yeah, I got no opinion on that. Uh-huh. Like, like I do, <laughs> you know, but I, but I don't. Exactly. Yeah. And that was, uh, it's funny cause, uh, you know, that, that is also something that I, that I, you know, uh, 
cherish most about about how he yeah. he, he dealt with opinions All is that, that stuff, is that yeah. when he hit you with an opinion it was like it was like it was a good one yeah because he had <laughs> he had it. like he had really like <laughs> he needed like to. it was like a diamond made out of yeah coal <laughs> pressure yeah, yeah. <laughs> when he when he when he targeted you for analysis yeah he's just like bro you just got like this going on yeah and you're just like oh fuck yeah yeah uh uh the one i remember which kind of leads into other aspects of my life is that yeah in, in this in this doubt is that he'd always just be like he's like you keep you keep uh you keep your romances so secret bro <laughs> like that's true he's like it is yeah. and it's but it's also just like he's like he's like it was basically just like you don't like don't it it came off in this way that was like yeah. <laughs> that was like kind of like a dickhead yeah move but it was like it came with the understanding like you can like talk to people about this yeah you know no i mean i had a very similar <clears throat> moment with him where he was basically just like you know, we were talking about some situation I had with someone and he was just like, yeah, cause you can't, you're kind of an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, you know, it was the same thing. It was like, ouch, but like, yeah, man, like, yeah, I am mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it, not like all the time, mm-hmm. know, but like, yeah. yeah. And I think that that's the, a lot of the, a lot of the doubt for, uh, for me comes comes up with uh basically growing up in an environment that like that that did not happen like i like my family environment the weird like the perception like yeah. the fact that i even like think like how would how does my family perceive me is that like no one in the family has it like yeah like says says anything like raw <laughs> like ever yeah we didn't do raw in my family yeah yeah and it's just like so you you kind of like build up perceptions yeah because like you aren't like you're not you're neither like you're neither uh telling someone like it is yeah and and people aren't doing that to you yeah so you don't really know like what their perceptions are yeah and you can't like judge your you know your feelings off of their perceptions like you can be like no, I don't agree with that. Like you can't have, it's not like a conversation, you know? Yeah. It's like third hand comes back to you, you know, mm-hmm. if that makes, if, if I'm making sense right now, it, yeah. it's kind of like a, I don't know. It, it kind just of feels laundering, like laundering, direct yeah, disagreements through like ideas, mm-hmm. which is kind of like broadly what we do in like society. Mm hmm to a large extent yeah <clears throat> yeah and i just wanna i just wanna be raw <laughs> yeah hank raw <laughs> late night you can subscribe uh to the patreon for hank raw yeah, the... <laughs> unfiltered <laughs> Yeah.
Haciendo el club, y esta vez no siendo club, subo en mi lengua, así que me siento en dragón. Fumo hasta no parar, me empieza una cápsula, un palito de la selva, me lleva a otra galaxia. Son muy malo en esto, tomo un mejor alito. Puede ser fachero, pero en su yo tengo el mérito. Me transformo en su agallín, tengo un cinto y dos jeans. Vos sabés que su agarbos escucha el no es Sosa, House en la costa, manejo un Lamborghini y no es en el Forza. No soy ningún rostro, puta soy un swasta. Abajo de mi cama tengo pavo pa' con. Tengo el swag de Sosa, House en la costa, manejo un Lamborghini y no es en el Forza. No soy ningún rostro, puta soy un swasta. Abajo de mi cama tengo pavo pa' con. Murió la música, nació la música 2.0. No, I, I totally, I totally relate to that. Um, and I think, I mean, I, I, I think I was having similar, a similar moment with the podcast a few months ago, where I was saying some similar things about basically like, who am I? Mm-hmm. Like, why am I doing this at all? Yeah. And I think those moments are really necessary. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. And my, I mean, from my observation in your life, you've made, you've made, uh, you've made many moves in relation to that. I think so. You know? Yeah. I guess. Yeah. I just, I just quit grad school. Yeah. So let's get <laughs> a hell yeah in the chat. Yeah. Hit, for that. Your content is fucking insane. Thank you. No, I, I feel I feel really, really good about that. Um I've spoken at length on this podcast about academia and I don't really even want to get into it anymore, no. but yeah. I I quit. Um yeah. I'm done. Um I'm still doing you know, I'm still still uh you know still shiv- sh- in a chivalrous uh chivalrous mood towards towards the goddess sophia the moist the mo- <laughs> no no what was it the, it was like the, yeah, the moist way and the, the dry way. way yeah <laughs> who was that that was uh Ganon talking yeah. about that yeah i don't know if that made it into an episode probably I don't not think it did but like yeah he was i was reading like <laughs> introduction to christian esotericism by Rene Guénon. he's talking about the chivalric orders as like the moist way <laughs> because it's like it's not like reason it's like you gotta like protect a lady like you're like lady yeah but she's like christian like that I, I don't know um, um but yeah i'm still you know i basically i feel free and like i can finally do whatever we want with the podcast, you know, I can keep, keep, do my studies, but I don't have to be, um, yeah, you know, I don't have to have that Oedipalized relationship, honestly, to Mm. like, you know, any like advisor or anything like that, which I think is like really good. No, it seemed to have shifted immediately with the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. I think that like basically my my observation 
uh, is that like you you've been taking the route of having a conversation that you don't want to have. Yeah, that's very true. And and it 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 basically whichever way it like works out because you have the conversation that you like don't want to have. Yeah. And it's like a more it's more it's like a more literal like in the world kind of set of situations for you. Yeah. And I just I feel like mine is a bit more like internal. Yeah. <laughs> if that, makes, that sense. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um but still feels like uh very very good to witness. Yeah. No, I definitely have been have been rocking with trusting God and having those conversations. Um it just feels good to like stand on business with someone in a way. Yeah. That's like this is me, like I may not be I may not know what really is right, but like Yeah. Just to stand on business and just 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 um be there for it is has been helpful for me because i am a big doubter i'm a big self-doubter i mean that's like that's the cool thing about like ignatian spiritual discernment um which like i'm fortunate enough to have a spiritual advisor who's a jesuit is that like the 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 major metaphor or it's it's not a metaphor because it's it's religious but it's an image Mm -hmm. or a what, what am i trying to say like a mechanism for discernment is you have the good spirit and the evil spirit Mm. and both of them are in your ear. Um, and you know, it's not, there's this maybe cartoon image of like the angel and the devil on the shoulder, but really it's like the voice of God and the voice of the prince of this world, um, Satan, you know, but, but, (laughs) but, but I I like, I prefer the evil, I prefer the evil spirit because it's like, in that way it's like um it's closer to like the holy spirit versus the evil spirit it's a little more like you know the holy spirit can be very nuanced it can be very kind of like you know you see a nice bird in the sky and you're like oh the holy spirit mm-hmm. you know um and the evil spirit is the same way basically like the evil spirit is the is the thing that's in your ear it's not necessarily trying to get you to do bad things it's trying to get you to do nothing. Yeah. Like it's trying to like warp you around and confuse you. And it's using the clothes of reason and rationality in order to convince you that you shouldn't like do anything. And the voice of the, like the good spirit is basically a voice of like simplicity mm-hmm. and just like resolve. I'm, I'm imagining to kind of, uh, to simplify yeah. that, that metaphor for me. I'm imagining seeing the bird in the sky. I'm like, oh yeah, that's the Holy Spirit. Yeah, damn dope. Yeah, or however, however you want to do it, you know, right. just like the like. It doesn't, you know. Like, yeah. Thank you, Allah, for like for you know, sure. You know, uh, and the evil spirit doesn't have to be like I'm about to shoot that bird out of the sky, <laughs> but it could just be like <laughs> it could just be like looking at it and like and like not allowing yourself to feel that like awe. Yeah. Yeah, um, exactly. Whether that's through, you know, 
trying to understand the bird in certain terms. I'm about to measure that bird. About to measure that bird. <laughs> you know. Go um, like pull like British art. Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to catalog that bird. <laughs> I read this I read this dope book um by this British guy uh called the um what's it called? The Peregrine. Hmm. It's about a bird watcher who watches birds and then eventually he transforms into the consciousness of a of a peregrine. Mm. Just by it. Like and, and it happens very subtly. Yeah. Um it's pretty interesting that sounds, stuff. That sounds pretty magical. It is. And it's cool because he uses like the British words for the birds mm. and they have like all different names for yeah, their birds. Yeah, the birds are crazy with yeah. the names. Yeah. They're all like old English sounding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I was just thinking of that when you were speaking of doubt, because it's like, um, doubt in itself is not bad, but then getting lost in that and allowing it, not not even allowing it, but just languishing in that state of indecision can be really painful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. And maybe there's no distinct decision to be made even, but it's like, often I feel a lack of clarity on even where are the decisions in my life. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Don't even get me started on like that whole, the the concept of like a, of like a missed moment, like a, a, a missed opportunity. Yeah. Cause I like, I don't think about that kind of, you know, often. Yeah. I honestly like don't look back on my life too often yeah. and go like, that was a missed opportunity. <laughs> Like that shit, like yeah. Oh, I don't like that. Right. <laughs> like, um, and and that you know the same way. Like it's because looking forward, like the idea of just being like waiting around for like specific moments in which to like yeah, be myself seems like way more difficult than like figuring out how to just like express myself in all like business I can I conduct on like mm. every realm. <laughs> I was gonna say the material realm, but that's business sounded... I conduct on every realm. <laughs> that's like an ICP lyric. <laughs> the dark carnival is your invitation to conduct business without explanation. For, thanks conduct, for getting us around I conduct that. business in every realm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, while I'm conducting business in every realm, yeah. my, my queen's holding me down. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Hank and I had a um a renaissance Nick Nick uh, Nick cracked the door open to, yeah. to ICP and I have been I have been working hard to yeah. turn him into a juggalo. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I just remembered the song Miracles which definitely I'll put put in the episode, but I just had a sort of a flash memory of it because it came out when I was maybe in college. You know, Obama peak neoliberalism Mm -hmm. years and it was a it was a real people were laughing at it really like yeah no it was just like can you fucking believe how stupid they are (laughs) yeah yeah and 
listening to it today, um, it's pretty clear that they were right. Not only in sort of foreseeing the political backlash against like technocratic kind of truth. Like there's mm-hmm. that famous line about fucking magnets. How do they work? I don't want to talk to a scientist cause, cause y'all be lying and getting me pissed. Yeah. Um, very, very <laughs> prescient looking, yeah. looking back. <laughs> But then also just on the, the the more positive message of the song, which is that miracles are everywhere. Mm-hmm. Magic is everywhere. Um, you just need it's to basically look, just about appreciating life. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. And it's like they were they were totally right about that. Yeah. Um, and and it's interesting how um, it's interesting how like vindicated that that kind of message has been and and then that sort of cracked the door open as you said to like understanding icp more broadly as like a an interesting like we've been describing it as like a trojan horse for christianity christianity essentially as like a not as a religion but as like as like the the real sort of performance of radical radical love <laughs> and acceptance and absolute acceptance <laughs> yeah. in the world like that's really what the juggalos do yeah and uh it's fascinating how they kind of w- w- worked that worked that into like a, a canon that's started out as being about like you know hacking people up into pieces and like yeah and like i mean it's not all like that but like <laughs> you know there's like there's elements kind, of that yeah, I mean, yeah. it's like I mean, their entire, like, the the kind of, like, world they've built, the Dark Carnival, yeah. like, inherently sounds like, you know, like, DMT jester demon world. It's like P-Funk lore, but it's like this, like, rap, like, Detroit white boy rap kind of metal, yeah, like, super, like, working class, like, yeah. I don't know, it's a really fascinating... And honestly, just sick yeah. thing. Yeah, I think. Yeah, and it's 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 one of those things that like, uh, when you come at it with like no like it's like no irony. You're just kind of like accepting it, like that they yeah they're like they're different than me. I'm not like a juggalo, right? But like, <laughs> I like like I can fuck with what they're saying. You yeah, know? they're making songs about homies. You know, they're making songs about yeah, just like living your life. Yeah, and, like, homies is just basically about, like, like my homies are, like, family, you know? Yeah. And they do it's talk true. about it's the It's literally a family. chosen family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's literally, like, my parent, like, like my, my extended cousins can fuck off. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's very funny. And it's very not, um, it's interesting because <clears throat> they, like, they got the, like, mistrust of science, but, like, those guys like violent J and and um what's the other one shaggy, shaggy two dope. dope like they're like they're like they're like the wokest guys yeah they are like they're they're staunchly anti-racist they're like yeah they're they're just like sick honestly well i think i think part of it too is that i think a lot of people think of i'm, I'm circling back around to them kind of being like a trojan horse for like yeah actual like like christian values yeah as being like they represented in a way that's like not 
and I, you know, I don't want to go to it analysis mode, but like, yeah, a lot of people think of like Christian values and yeah. they'll be thinking about like, I mean, you know, the, the Mormons aren't, but kind of, but you know, like that They're kind of, of the that world, kind of person, like, like yeah. really like a Mitt Romney just type buttoned up. Yeah. Just no like, battened down. Yeah. Like, yeah. and people who like there's the skeletons in their closet. It's just full of skeleton, you know? And yeah. like, the juggalos are just like no i'm like a i'm like a crazy flawed person like i'm i'm yeah. I'm, I'm a motherfucking crazy motherfucker you know uh, like, like just like, like, like <laughs> call me a schizo <laughs> what is it call me a schizo fucking freak yeah. and i'll call you by your name yeah classic shaggy two dope line um <laughs> which is like that line is so good yeah, literally. it literally is just like like jesus christ yeah it's like, the other cheek. yeah like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know they're they're so sick um and i totally agree with you it, it's it's like the spirit of like early christ early christianity like um very like david bentley hart kind of twist on like mm-hmm. um it's kind of um but it's not it's not like theologically pretentious at all it's very like rooted in i mean the gathering of the juggalos is basically like yeah is basically like their their kingdom mm-hmm. um they were also i was like i was contemplating but they're it. not one more thing i'll say is they're Please not do. they're not millenarian like they're not like <clears throat> we will bring about a different world they're just like no. we this is like it, it's already there the yeah. kingdom is already there yeah for them it's waiting for you in cavian rock <laughs> illinois <Yeah. laughs> with like with like 50 of the most famous classic hip-hop acts like every year yeah. somehow <laughs> um. <laughs> we got raekwon far side uh we got eric b project pass yeah rest in peace yeah um <laughs> imagine seeing project pad at 2013 <laughs> gathering of the juggalos just talking with your friends about how dope the the death matches were the night before yeah on your way to go see project pat yeah <laughs> um yeah and i i will say that in in the uh you want a little bit more i was contemplating the video for miracles in which they are yeah uh not only are they you know just showing a lot of it is just showing examples of miracles you know they'll they'll say the miracle and you'll see it on the screen crows Uh, ghosts the midnight coast (laughs) while that's happening they're also uh ascending on what seems to be the tower of babel yeah, like a futuristic <laughs> Tower of Babel that's telescopically <clears throat> rising yep. into the sky. And then there's like an observatory, and then it yeah. launches them into space, <laughs> into, into the, the sun. Yeah. They go into the sun yeah. at the end, <laughs> which is crazy. <laughs> but that's also a... Uh... During like the blues <laughs> breakdown. Yeah. <laughs> Miracles! <laughs> ah! Yeah, <laughs> Violent J is just like is just like shouting yeah. somewhat melodically. Yeah. Like put a bunch of reverb on it. Please put reverb on my voice when I did that. Yeah, I will. <laughs> I will. Um, 
but that's like that's like uh that's like gnostic imagery you're, you're, you're escaping 100 <laughs> percent. escaping the earth yeah <laughs> you're, you're, you're escaping the realm of the demiurge mm-hmm. they aren't dying when they enter the sun you know yeah <laughs> that's the- <laughs> magic everywhere in this bitch <laughs> yeah that that song is is really good um and we also we also really like hocus hocus pocus is hocus pocus yeah. homies homies i mean there's a whole bunch there's like a whole bunch they release a lot of music yeah we listened to that like more recent one that sounds like post Alice in Chains, like <laughs> like post Malone, Alice in Chains, yeah. like like post Lil Peep, kind of. Yeah, they got like really cr- like shaggy two dopes. Got like really crazy like vocals. Yeah, like phasing, <laughs> yeah. like rapid phasing effects. And then they just got like just like oh, some Queens. guys from like Queens is the Queens great. is great too. Yeah. It's, Shout out to you the gotta Lutz. watch the music video for, Cre- you gotta, for Queens. You gotta show love to the Lutz. You do the Juggalettes. <laughs> um, yeah, but it, it's kind of one of those things that just like needs to be experienced with an open mind and like yeah, there are probably a lot of you right now who are, you know, sitting there being like these these fools are talking about they've lost it. They're talking about ICP. But you should just go, you know, if you think you have an open mind, just go back through some of their back catalog. The Hatchet family. The Hatchet family. That's the other thing they call it. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the the last thing I'll mention is the, the consumer advocacy video that... Um, which one is it? Oh, that's Violent that J. That Violent J did yeah. with his daughter, where they, they do snake busters, and they, they basically call out this... Um, counterfeit furry suit seller yeah that um, <laughs> that the daughter purchased a cert- suit from and not only is it like extremely well produced and actually pretty funny yeah but like it's like very above and beyond that he would like produce that for his daughter and moreover that he would be so accepting of his daughter's like furry appreciation that he yeah. wouldn't even he doesn't even think twice about like qualifying his support for that. Mm-hmm. Well, they also just, like, like assumed they care more about their fans than like probably any other musical artist. Like they, yeah. they, they, like he's making he's making it for all the juggalos who are furries. There's definitely a lot of crossover on that. Yeah, he's just like do not get do not get bitten by the snake. Yeah, you know, like definitely. I'm going to I'm going to show you this. And like, like and no they, one does consumer advocacy anymore. No, <laughs> like, that like, that's does like not, Ralph Nader. Shit. It does like, not exist. Yeah. Like, it hasn't really existed since like the seventies. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, they're so sick. I don't know. I wish we could have those guys on, but it'll happen. We'll one have day. to get bigger first. It'll happen one day when we have the David Bentley Hart, yeah, uh, ICP. ICP crossover. <laughs> that would go so hard. <laughs> That's that's gonna happen. Pretty crazy intelligence quotient differentials on that episode. <laughs> Definitely. No, cut that out. That's yeah. gonna be mean. I don't know. Yeah. We'll cut that out. Um, uh, <clears throat> yeah. How are we doing on time? One oh six. Damn. Um 
Yeah, I could I could keep talking. I, I don't. Do you have anything else you like to talk I about? I kind of like. I kind of don't know. Yeah, I feel like we've just been kind of like talking about this, like, you know, I feel like <laughs> I don't know. I I w- I I would like to put a neat bow on it in some form. Yeah, we shifted over into the ICP thing, and I think that's. I mean, for me personally, that's still part <laughs> part and parcel of the doubt. Yeah. Um, How so? <clears throat> because, like, if 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 you if you never like doubt your entrenched, you know, kind of points of view, yeah. like I would never go back to ICP. Yeah, for sure. You know, yeah. I listened. I listened to them. You know, like ironically, I think like like me and Damien really fucked with the song "Homies" in high school, but yeah. like. I I listened to it ironically. Like it was for not sure. like a genuine like I didn't become a juggalo, that's for sure. Uh <laughs> Tony has some funny has... stories about like having to like fight the juggalo mafia at his high school. <laughs> that's that's I would do want to hear those. Yeah. Um <clears throat> but yeah, I mean it's like a real like I don't know, it's one of those things that I really I truly <clears throat> love in my life when i'm like incorrect or at least yeah can come to something without like with you know i'm going i'm going uh, gnostic imagery works very well yeah uh without (laughs) i just want to put that out there yeah i'm not a gnostic but the imagery works very well yeah uh without you know if i can take just a few layers off like my experience of the world yeah those layers of like irony or something that like is yeah. is in between me and like a real experience yeah or like a real connection with someone and like i figure out like there's like a moment or i've grown and there's a moment i realize that i've like grown enough where i can like go back to something yeah without that there like that f- just feels so good yeah and just is like you can have like actual like fun and enjoyment with it yeah it like becomes more nuanced yeah you know, maybe everyone feels that <laughs> but <laughs> no i feel you like i've really been i've really been rocking with fleetwood mac recently <laughs> hell yeah like that's not like obviously they're like a revered and beloved band mm-hmm. but like you know something about just something about just like you know Lo- just like loving Fleetwood Mac, yeah, um, it feels great. You know. Did you ever have? Have you ever returned? <clears throat> have you ever re- returned? Uh, I'm assuming that w- in your life you've had something ruined for you. Yeah, definitely. Like that, definitely. You know? Have you ever? Have you ever? had the experience of being able to return to it do you is that like Fleetwood to Mac something or? that had been ruined yeah and like no. coming coming to it with like a fresh yeah i definitely have that had that experience i'm trying to th- fleetwood mac wouldn't be that for me because i didn't actually discover them till later yeah like i heard you know their radio songs yeah i was like but there, there are bands like that or things like that where 
I mean, I, okay. I would say like, I would say the strokes, mm-hmm. like that's, that's the kind of thing where it's like, yeah, I, I rocked with them super hard when I was a teenager. Yeah. Um, then like the 2010s happened, <laughs> you know? Exactly. And like, I got too cool for school mm-hmm. and, um, and then it's like, it comes back around in this sort of trendy way with like indie sleaze or whatever, but it just happens to make me encounter it again. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm just like, Oh, this is like actually like really cool. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, it's like almost like fresh, fresh ears. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, I'm not hearing it as the Messiah, which I heard it as when I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. I'm not hearing it as like, Oh, that was, that was actually so weak. Yeah. It's more just like, these were like young people doing like a doing like a band yeah you know exactly yeah and you're like not you're like completely separate from like the person who like originally listened to those things yeah yeah i don't know there's probably there's probably like more interesting examples but yeah yeah the entire time that we've been talking about this Uh the icp and things like that yeah i can't help but think about ska yeah and how i and how i uh cannot <laughs> can't return to it I you cannot return yeah no ska is definitely like <laughs> the a, last frontier there's a there's a home yeah <laughs> cannot return yeah <laughs> i mean we had that we had that we talk, uh, yeah that that episode we were just playing music yeah we talked about that that's I'm sorry I didn't mean to finish that sentence for you because you no. might have been saying something else. No, that was what I was gonna say. I mean, uh, we had that song by the Toasters. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if I talked about it there. I talked about like possibly becoming a Wook, but that has that's separate. But also, I think that you mean like I didn't like like you could have <clears throat> become a wook. I could have become a Wook, but I don't think I was talking you, about it in relation to ska. Yeah. But that is also a huge indicator, I think, a pipeline. Yeah. Um, and not, you know, to go too much on, on ska, but <laughs> I just do want to put it out there. If if, yeah. if my, credibil- my credibility as someone that you'd like to listen to uh, talk about things has not been tarnished enough, a huge, a huge part of my uh, music listening experience, my concert going experience, yeah. seventh, seventh through a freshman seventh grade through freshman sophomore year of high school was ska yeah um there was like a ska scene here and like ska bands would tour here regularly yeah and those were like the first and like most like important shows that i saw and we're like and there's a lot of like there's a lot of like energy in ska you know it makes sense actually the first show i ever saw was ginger jake at myth okay yeah is that ska nope it's like it's like evanescence type music they were our neighbors across the street oh wow i was nine years old yeah and i saw them having sex once (laughs) (laughs) my first concert was um uh jacob dylan the the wallflowers Mm -hmm. uh, at rock in the ridge which was a which was a concert they used to have up on the bluff Mm -hmm. in the cross and uh i remember there was this really terrible opening band called catella 
was like a, a metal a kind of yeah, a hair, was... hair metal band oh um and they kept being like thank you thank you lacrosse <laughs> like like every yeah, yeah exactly Let's rock lacrosse. Yeah. My parents were like really mad. <laughs> we had to wait so long just to hear that one Jacob Dylan song. <laughs> hey, come on, Cinderella. Put it all together. We can drive it home. That's such a deranged matchup. But it's like yeah. not the opening band. I know. It doesn't make any sense. It's like rocking the ridge. Like. It's awesome. It's yeah. worlds, worlds colliding. It was like, it was a very like inappropriate band. I remember they kept swearing. They kept being like, let's get fucking wasted. Like <laughs> oh, shit yeah. like that. Like, That's awesome. Yeah. Like 6 p.m. Yeah. or something. <laughs> I was like, I was like nine. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. If you look up, uh, oh God. Yeah. So if you look up uh, Ginger Jake on YouTube, yeah. ca- carrots, like as in like diamond carrots, K-A-R-O-T-S, mm-hmm. uh, you'll see a music video. It's a live concert music video. Mm-hmm. See if you can spot me in that crowd. <laughs> okay. That's my challenge. That's, That's my challenge to our listeners. Take the challenge. Because I am. And upload that to TikTok. <laughs> and and I go hashtag hank challenge hashtag anchorette podcast yeah yeah and uh, yeah do a fan hashtag do a doubt. fan cam with hashtag doubt and... hashtag doubt <laughs> hashtag hank's doubt ha- hank's doubt challenge that's what i'm gonna compete with mark Wahlberg. yeah <laughs> take the doubt challenge with me uh um, I don't know. I'm feeling. I'm feeling. Uh, I'm feeling a little bit winding down. Yeah, I think we're. We've lost a thread at the end of the but, road. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see where this heads. I think we're gonna probably be a bit more regular now. I think so too. I feel like I feel ready to have kind of a have a, a little bit of a creative season. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. All cool. Right. Well, uh, much love. Listeners, yes, love you all. We'll Have see you. Uh, evening. We'll see you soon. <laughs> we got a theory. You see, Mike, we got a theory about magic and miracles. That's right. That's right. If magic is all we've ever known, then it's easy to miss what really goes on. But I've seen miracles in every way, and I see miracles every day. Ocean spanning beyond my sight, and a million stars way above them at night. You don't have to be high to look in the sky and know that's a miracle open wide. Look at the mountains, trees, the seven seas, and everything chilling underwater. Please, hot lava, snow, rain, and fog. Long neck giraffes and pet cats and dogs. And I've seen 85,000 people all in one room together as equal. Pure magic is the birth of my kids. I've seen shit that'll shock your eyelids. The sun and the moon and even Mars. The Milky Way of fucking shooting stars. UFOs, a river flows. Plant a little seed and nature grows. Anchorette. Renaissance magic will never die. And that's real. And that's real. Magic everywhere in this bitch. It's all around you, you don't even know it. Are you a believer in Shit's miracles? Crazy.
magic miracle. 